Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 29 of Stream of Thought. And in this episode, we kick things off by talking about memes and models, but particularly how it is that I came about to be so interested in those two things on Instagram. And then we transition. We found a newspaper in our office, the Glen Bard, from 11 years ago, our high school newspaper. And look whose name is on the cover. Rick's Thorsell. So we take a couple of minutes to travel back in time and relive some high school experiences, including some interesting foresight that some people had in regards to social media and throwing things out on the web and being very cautious. I've got to tell you guys, adults are always ahead of their time. It was pretty interesting. And then we kind of bounce around a little bit and go back and forth when it comes to High school experiences, anywhere from a crazy party at Victor's house to a couple of experiences that I had with football and my disillusionment with some of our coaches. And sneaking out and disobeying parents. And disobedience. Yes. So with that being said, episode number 29, Stream of Thought, we hope you enjoy. Third time's the charm. I know. You just had a huge sigh of relief like that was acceptable for you. <laughs> well, I got my energy level up to where it should have been. Yeah. At an appropriate level. Not too high. <laughs> not too low. Just right. <laughs> More Instagram models. Always. <laughs> okay, so can you explain a little bit to me again about this whole Instagram model thing. I don't quite understand <laughs> your infatuation with this uh, this particular thing. Yeah. So what do you? What's the? What's your question exactly? Okay, what's so your... so spell this out for me. You use Instagram primarily. Primarily, you use it for memes and models. I believe is your catch, <laughs> is your catchphrase that we've heard a couple of times. Right? Am I correct? Am I mean, I, am I accurate in that? assessment uh, i would say yes <laughs> i was about to say no but then i was but well, then as okay I'm, break it down percentage wise what what do you use instagram for okay when i open up instagram what i primarily look forward to are memes and models all right okay and every now and then you know i get the i see photos of friends and you know some people that i know um but it what I yeah, what I look forward to are memes and models, mostly okay. the models. But, but the memes are just as um, entertaining no, 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 because no, they're I, super funny. Like this one. <laughs> okay, I'm putting it down. So, no, no, like I've never seen. I've never actually okay, gone let me, through let Instagram me, before. Okay, so. so let me bring you up to speed on how this came about. Please. Okay? Um, so this is. I'm taking you back. You can to, round it. You can round it. <laughs> You don't need to. You don't need to nail it down, man. It's it's okay. We can uh, we can deal with an estimation. Let's work on that. All right. So listen, I'm gonna. You just know round. How I just round. I believe it's gonna be okay. I believe it was oh early December 2015. Yeah, 2015. You're killing yeah, me. Yeah, early December 2015. This oh is exactly God. what happened. Okay. This is exactly what all right. Happened. December 2015. Yeah, uh, and. The Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is on CBS, so okay. obviously I'm watching that. Okay. And in the middle of the show, like in between the time that they're on the runway and getting ready backstage, they do little fluff pieces and stuff like that, and um, they sometimes like throw up pictures of Instagram and then like like uh, interactions on like so other social media and Twitter and just random shit. Okay. And I'm watching, 
on and TV. I'm, I'm watching on TV. Yeah. No, I'm not there. If no, no, I was no, no, no. there, I would die. No, I would be like, yeah, oh my obviously. goodness. No, I mean, they're showing this on the TV. Yeah, this is on the TV. Stuff, they're like, going side by side. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like backstage and then like some some footage of them prior really? to the show starting. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's so, that's such a fascinating up, bro. format. It's coming up. Interesting. They film it like in, around in November and it airs in December. Huh. And I may have to watch that for scientific research. I believe. For the longest time, they did it in New York all the time, and I think recently now they're doing, going on different places of the world every year. Maybe they have, and I haven't been paying attention. I don't know. Anyway, this is what happened. I'm watching this, and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm just like, what am I doing following all my dumbass friends on Instagram when I could be following models? So I go through, and I just like st- – because also, like – I mean, not my friends aren't dumbasses, but at the same time, like, I can only see so many photos of somebody at the beach or with their dog or, you know what I'm saying? So. Okay, so you. So I, I'm not done yet. I'm just trying I'm to get clarification. Nope, nope, I'm not done yet. Up to this point. Okay, I'm, I'm not, not moving. Finished. You don't understand what okay. I mean when I say, do it when I say, nope, and I'm doing this with my hands. That means just let me finish. Wait, why are you shake waiting it? I'm not shake waiting it. Really, Rex? Really? Oh, really? Really? Are you serious right just now? Move oh. on, man. Just move on. So, anyway, all right, I'll just. Oh, the Bears n- are playing in that show. Yeah, fuck that. Who cares? Um, <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, yeah, so I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to follow models. And so I, like, just stop following a bunch of people on Instagram, like over 100 people, because I don't want to see those photos anyway. And I just start loading up on models. Start following models. And um, shortly thereafter, I realized how hilarious memes were. And so I just kind of look forward to mostly just memes and models and occasional, like, other stuff that's cool. How do you find the memes? Is it a... I mean... Does it come I up? follow certain accounts that, that only ju- post, they, all they do okay. is they post memes. Oh, so that's kind of where you get those stupid things that you used to post on Facebook? No, yeah, I found, on those, on the, I found those on the internet. Okay. Yeah. But stuff like that. But check this out, right? So thank God it's Tuesday. Yeah. But, I mean, you got your homepage. Yeah. Uh, People are like, seriously, this guy doesn't know what Instagram is. So these are some people that I follow, right? Right. They're other random shit. Model. Nice. Going through. And that's all that it is. Now it sucks because Instagram, they, like, they have have sponsored, they have sponsored um, things that just show up that are of no relevance to you. Um but yeah, oh, Stella Maxwell. Yes, please. She's I mean, great. I I really do feel kind of awful for not knowing how Instagram works. It just doesn't spark my interest whatsoever. So it's primarily photos, though, right? Barbara or uh, Gigi. So yeah, it's only photos. Okay. See, and then you can like go to their account and check out all the photos they have. I can't believe I'm explaining. This is only about uh, six or seven years old. Look at that one. Wow. Lada Kravchenko. Yeah, that's um, Martha an Hunt is my favorite. Nadine Leopold. Okay, so this is the model. You remember that one time when we were sitting at Neil's basement and you guys, you were making fun of me for tweeting at models. Yes. And I tweeted at a model and I said something charming and she like tweeted back or liked it or something like that. That was her. Well, cool, man. I hope you feel very fulfilled in your life's goal. I mean, it's not like this thing. Get, it's not like this. Get retweeted by It's not like this Instagram thing that I. Model. It's not like this thing 
I'm by a model on Instagram. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's okay. It's just a very interesting subject. Different strokes for different folks. That's yeah. All right. So this has been continuing for about two years then. Yep. Caroline Lowe. I really so my favorites are probably uh Caroline Lowe, hmm. Nadine Leopold, Martha Hunt, and those are probably my top three. When's the last time you read a wrote a book a read a read a book? Read a book. The other day. I'm gonna continue to wanna try and talk about models. Um Tony Garn, she's great. Dowson Crows. I feel like I'm watching the crumbling of our society before my eyes right now. Gosh, they're so pretty. I mean, this is... I don't think that you're necessarily atypical in your obsession with stupid shit online. You lead this. <laughs> well, we already talked about one thing that would capture my interest. Well, uh, okay, if you want to okay, talk about models, if you want to talk about models, we can talk about models. Why what would you want to... I don't want to talk about them. I'd rather <laughs> look at them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so one of my friends... Picture. uh stopped i think he stopped drinking i think he said well he did not think but for like a month so far and one of the things was like oh yeah like it got me thinking when you said yeah you should try not drinking mm-hmm. wait say that again i don't uh, i don't it's just too complicated out. to understand i'm just kidding okay um one of my friend, you said let's talk about something else yes uh one of my friends took the initiative to stop drinking yes. because one of the things that he remembered was me saying, hey, to me to him, hey, you should try not drinking. Yes. And no so one... So you, you, your charm has passed off onto something. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So there's kind of like paying it forward a little bit. Yeah, dude. So, so that's, that's kind of easy. And he's like... Dude, it's amazing. Like, I have so much more time. Like, I'm not, like, wasting my time. Just, like, not that he's, like, drinking, like, belligerently. But you know what I'm saying? But we just, like, remove something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, there's moderation. And I think that changing it up, change, I mean, anything, lifestyle change for the better. Even if it's something like, I've felt incredible since uh, training for this mud runner coming up. This Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Oh, my god! Yes, I finally found out the date about that. So. so what time? Where is it at? It's pretty early in the morning. I mean, we're heading out 7 there. 7 a.m.? We're heading out there at 7.30, I think. Oh. So it's not it's not super, super early. Where is it? It's uh, a good question. Not you still sure. don't know where it is. I'm driving. But and you still don't know, is. like... I have the email saying... Oh, my god! I know. I'm not... I'm not necessarily on top of those things because it's not, it doesn't, I can look it up right as I'm getting ready to go. Or what time is it point. supposed to start? How many hours do you know does it take it's, to get I, there? I, well, our time is scheduled for 1030, but we're going to see if we can squeeze in at the nine o'clock time. So we're leaving at 730. We're going to probably get there around, I don't know, 8, 830. I don't know how long it's going to take because I don't know where it is. Will you have time at Saturday evening to talk about it? Yeah, totally. Nice. I'll be back in town. Because right after. How many miles is the mud rudder? I don't know that. You don't know any of this. No, I don't. I've just been doing my thing, man. I've been trying to. How I've do you been, know what to train for if you don't know the details of I, the race? I haven't really trained for it. I've just upped my workout schedule and it's felt great. Because you were saying, 
lifestyle changes for the better can put things in new perspective or just be something positive in your life. And this has been one of those experiences where I'm not necessarily training for something. I'm not necessarily being intentional about it, but in a way I am just because it's more of a routine than what is this a color run or the tough mutter? It's a, it's a tough mutter. Okay. Yeah. One of those extreme ones, but my sister brought me gloves, so I can grip stuff now. I'm excited. It's so like you great. run through shit and like pick stuff up and throw it and you like uh, climb stuff. No, and... I don't think you have to throw shit. Oh. You have to probably monkey bars monkey and stuff. Monkey bars or something traditional like that. I don't really know what the course looks like. Some American ninja stuff, but, I with, always... but with mud. Okay, so here, here's the other thing too, is I kind of like being surprised by certain things. I, I like not necessarily having clear expectations because it was, it's... Like when I had played softball, which I'm no longer doing, by the way. Yeah. I'm totally given up. I softball. wouldn't either. Yeah, it's just not worth my time. And it costs $60. $60. I'm not going to spend $60 to be on a losing team. Absolutely not. But just going to the field for the first time and seeing the parking lot absolutely packed, I was like, holy crap, this is not. I was just expecting a couple of dudes just playing pickup kind of thing. And here we have probably 70 to. 90 people milling around the, the just the softball fields. So Yeah, because I did that is not what I observed when I when I went there. Yeah. Which was Well, it was the first game of the day. Ours was ours when we had played first when it was actually nighttime, it was later on in the day, so you had teams before us and teams after us. Oh, so people so were there hanging out had, like you had people hanging out beforehand and after afterwards with their kids and stuff like that, people walking their dogs. So it was jam packed. Um, okay. And what you what you saw was just because it was the very last game of the it was, day. Yeah, or something most people like that. getting off work and having dinner at that time. But yeah, uh, so I don't really know what to expect with this. I don't really care what it is. It's going to be cool either way because there are people who are going to be in much worse shape than myself who are doing it. So I'm like, I'll be fine. That's I, good. I mean, I have a feeling I'm probably going to be beat my sister. So. That's really? Consolation. What does your sister think? Do you, does your think? I mean, she does think that she's doing it with a stress fracture. Okay, you'll definitely beat her. I don't know why. Why would? Why would? Why would she do that? Because she believes in herself she or something in like herself. that. Yeah. Don't we all? Watch. I'm gonna end up breaking something. Come back in a cast. Um, let's talk about how we got this paper in front of us. So we have here from, wow, eleven years ago. The Glen Bard. We have an issue of our high school newspaper from spring of our senior year. And on the left side, there's a, a box that says, What's inside? Rick's Thorsell, West's resident novelist speaks. Page four. We're not going to be, we're not going to be actually. One, two, three, and four. Okay, do you want me to, do you know what it's about? I want you to, yeah, I... Uh, Christina Voltaggio! Yes. Book critic! I see your mom all the time. Yeah. How come you don't want to read, how come you don't want to talk about it? Because it's way too self-indulgent. Oh, really? Yes, really. Like, and maybe, maybe it's embarrassing, because I don't know what it actually says, so... Oh, no, how did you, okay, question one. Christina (laughs) Voltaggio. How did you become interested in writing? Works or sell. Ever since I knew how to write, I've had an interest in creating short stories. 
I used to write single-line picture books in kindergarten and first grade and wrote my first short story in sixth grade. That's not too bad. That's cool. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's the same. Yeah. What or who influences your writing? Didn't know that you got a lot from your dad. Did, did father encourage you to read early on in life? Really? My dad was- Which only furthered my creative ability. This isn't embarrassing. This is cool. I was never in the school newspaper. Ever. For anything. Really? No. Oh. Well, I wrote for the school newspaper, too. Oh. So, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like an inside job or anything. But. Wow, look at this one. Oh, Jill Knopfsinger. This one's titled, MySpace, not the sanctuary Not the sanctuary you thought it was. Oh, my God, MySpace. Really? The, hmm. the emergence of cyberbullying, dude. That's around when cyberbullying started. A previous sanctuary for sleep-deprived teens, MySpace. MySpace.com, or sorry, a previous sanctuary for sleep-deprived teens, MySpace.com seems to be causing more havoc than harmony these past few months. Dude, ain't that true? This online blog slash picture album interactive website is a place where you can accept and reject friends with the click of a button. Wow, this is like a blast from the past. This is going back in time. If you wanted, you could search Glenbard West and a list of over 500 current students would be generated within minutes. Wow, dude, I want to read this whole thing. Oh, no, wait. Oberg, Dean Oberg, quote, As a as a dean, I have no desire to search for things on the internet to, quote-unquote, quote bust kids. However, if students are putting things out there for all to see, inevitably it is brought back into the school. My concern with MySpace is that kids think that it is private, and yet it is a post. it is posting out there for the world to see. The pictures that you put on the internet, the things you write on, the internet are there to haunt you for the rest of your life. Holy cow! This is that so was eleven years ago. This is so crazy. That was eleven years ago. MySpace. Who says adults God. don't know anything? Huh? Wow. Who says adults don't know anything? Oh my goodness! I almost. I really can't believe that. Really. That that was quite impressive foresight. Basically, as MySpace was emerging, yeah. For him, for him to say something that would become later just that's cliche it's a cliche now. Yeah. And for to hear that quote before it became a quote. Right. Eleven years ago. This is this paper's Back from when, this is from March two thousand six. Two months before we graduated. Man, and that was uh Yeah, because that was before ev- I mean, only half the school maybe had a MySpace account. It wasn't a super I had thing. one. Yeah. I no, made I one like 2005. Most you can like have a little... Do you remember... Did you ever have one? Yeah. You can like pick to like have a song, song play. Yeah. Mine was, was normally Fall so Out Boy. so basic. Yeah. Barbershop Quartet Makes State. Speech Team Takes State by Storm. That makes it sound like they got first place in the very last paragraph. <laughs> Overall, West ranked number nine at the state level. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were... Uh, we were really encouraged to write positive pieces. Wait, stuck at home for spring break? Check out these ideas for passing the time. By Jeannie Dolan. We hung out with her. Man, this is cool. This makes me wish I would have uh, read the newspaper. I don't think I've ever... Where was this? Is this like just on a stand by the stairwell every week? Or where Like where yeah. were these... They was this a weekly in, thing in or a, a monthly... Week. This had been weekly. This was uh, bi-weekly. I think it might have been bi-weekly. 
Look how many. I mean. Oh no! It's got no, no, no. Monthly because it says March two thousand six on the back once a month. I was going to say that's a lot to be printing and editing for high school students if they're coming out with papers every two weeks. You saw our yearbooks though; those things were professionally produced monstrosities. They were. Do you remember them? Right. I actually looked through it the other day because Neil told me that someone from our high school had. OD'd on drugs, and he told me the person's name, and I was like, I don't really know, remember this person, and so I looked him up in the yearbook, and I remembered them, I had no interaction with them, but it was one of those people who was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing this face in the hallway. Our you grade, know? or? No, two years older than us. Oh. Um, well, that's the thing, too, is that they did a yearbook for every year. I have all four from... Yeah, right I do, too. Okay, go, go back, does. I have the papers down, the phone has continued to be face down, you have my complete undivided attention. Well, uh, go back to what we were just saying right now. The yearbooks were a monstrosity. Yes. How so? It was just like poorly done. I don't know. No, I don't they were so well done. I mean, they. But they, why would you call it a monstrosity? Because they were huge. They were massive and super heavy. Oh, I mean, four right. of them. Yeah, they're heavy. Passed away. I mean. I mean, each one probably weighed at least probably five to seven pounds. I would say about seven seven was, pounds. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, those things. Because yeah. when you put them together. It's you could hurt someone with yeah, that. Yeah, like, for sure. So, but it was so comprehensive. There, there had to have been. It was the size of a textbook, basically, and about half the width of a textbook. Yeah, and it had everything, basically, anything that was done at the school. There was a. It was chronicled for sure. Like that. Yeah, and I think they got most people in. That was always something that I look forward to every year to be like, "Am I in the yearbook thing?" Did you ever do that? Look through because the photos they had. A yeah, lot of I think I was in a few. Um, and then the transition of color. Well, we well, were no, that was only the color is only for senior for photos. senior photos. Okay. All the other classes are black and white. But the rest of the book, I think, the photos our senior year had been. They were both black and white in color. And, and I think color. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't but I want to know how much one of those books cost to make because those oh. are some super nice. That's the thing. Books. Yeah, I mean they were originally designed how awesome is it that like our high school had the resources to create such a great year in glenellen yeah only only in glenellen man only only at west i feel like yeah but i don't know i i don't i think it was awesome i mean great they're great uh, souvenirs what we need to do uh because homecoming is next week do you know that Glenn high school west homecoming, homecoming is next week holy cow um i think the class of 2007 is having their there, Kyle, um, I saw Kyle Lynch. He was telling me that they, I think, are doing something. Their high school reunion is going to correspond with the same week weekend as homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to, I want to look through some old yearbook stuff. Oh man, I I did that when I was cleaning out my stuff a couple of months ago. Came across the yearbooks, was just flipping through the pages. I was thinking, wow, some of these faces. And then you look to the the people to the right and left of you. Those were always the people yes. who were lined up at assemblies yeah. and everything like that. All the time. All yeah. the time. It was um, uh, Be- Becky Thompson and uh, Danny Thompson. Really? Yeah. Becky Thompson and Danny, Danny Thompson. I believe so, yes. Mine was, um, I always had our... Allison Marshall, and I don't know who was on the other side of me. Jen Marston was always, like, next to her. Yeah, it's kind of fuzzy, but still, the fact that we st- 
we kind of have that ingrained in our memory. Do you, Jordan do you, Marks, maybe? I can't remember. Do you no, remember your, uh, fight, fight song from either uh, elementary school or... Hell uh, no, I don't, don't remember that. You don't? No. Really? Elementary school? Yeah. I, didn't think, I didn't think we had one. <laughs> yeah, I can't... Every once in a while... I'll remember ours, and it'll From just Glum- be one of those haunting songs that plays in the back of my I don't even remember the one, Glumbard West. Oh, I don't either. I don't at all. Hell no, I don't remember that. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't a very school-spirit type of person anyway. I wasn't like a... I liked high school, but I wasn't like a rah-rah-rah type of... Yeah. I did not own a Letterman jacket, <laughs> I'll say that. No, you did not. I did not own a Letterman jacket. I could never see you owning a Letterman jacket. I, you owned one, Cooper owned one, Danny owned one, yeah, Jeff but th- owned that one. That was only because I was in football, though. I mean, really, it was, if you were in football, you had a Letterman jacket. Yeah. For sure. Did you ever um, buy anything, buy any of your equipment when you uh, finished with football senior year? Uh, no. Because you could buy, like, a jersey or a helmet, your helmet, from the school, right? I, I don't remember. I possibly. Um, I didn't really think too much about it. But at that point in time, I didn't really anticipate that I was going to be playing anymore, so... Yeah. And I don't need a souvenir from Glenbard West. <laughs> I, had a, I had a shitty-ass Fuck time. Fuck that place. I had a shitty-ass time playing football there, and uh, most of Oh, yeah, we were, were talking pretty, about this the other day. It was, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Oh, my goodness. What could have been if we actually had the coaches that they have now? How much fun was track, though? Dude, track was a last especially our senior year you, yeah because you without, did junior year Tony. too right or did you do it all four years i did all four years okay I, I just did it junior and senior year yeah yeah uncle tony or like you remember what was uh what was the coach's name when who up until senior year he was also a football coach he had a real hoarse voice from yelling all the time jedzak no not jedzak he was an older guy i think his last name started with the letter c Karpowitz? No, not Karpowitz. He was an older fella. Uh, He's maybe in his 60s. In his 60s? At the time. Ah, uh, I don't know. He was He was always talking like this. Uh, sure he was, was super friendly. Not, not Heckman. No, not uh, Heckman, an older guy. Are you sure it was Jadzak? No, it was not Jadzak. I know what the I know what they look I know what he looks like. Oh, I know yes. who you're talking about. Yes. Do you remember how he I would always like not that. want us to get too worked up before track meet? So we would just the only thing we'd do like the day before track meet was like thirty minutes on thirty minutes of cardio <laughs> yes. and then he didn't want us to get too worked up after <laughs> our bikes, track meet. Just a, so on level then one or two. After a track meet we'd just do thirty minutes on the bike. And just and it's it's straight up like this is before ellipticals were super popular. So if we had ellipticals at our school, it would just be like steady, just chilling on the elliptical. So the speed that we did on the bike is the same speed that you see everyone doing the ellipticals, just hanging out, just going through the motion, not working up a sweat. If you get warm, slow down. You're doing too much. Yeah, you that's know? what they would like, say. We would have a couple of coaches. You, yeah, be like we don't want you to sweat. Easy. If you want to get this, yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, there were some weird coaching strategies that they had. It was so... It's funny because when you're also at that age, like, they give the teachers um, priority over coaching a sport over people who actually know the sport who are not teaching at that school. 
for job placement. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, you have people that may have little to no knowledge on a sport, and, you know, I kind of think of, like, the team, everyone's down on one knee, and the guy's talking, and, like, five minutes into his speech, every like, <laughs> you don't really know what he's saying or what he's trying to accomplish with his speech, or, like, yeah. you don't really know how this exercise pertains to whatever it is that you're doing, but you just kind of do it anyway because you're confused and just you just <laughs> you, you have just to you do have to keep it. going. You got to keep going. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. What is this guy talking about? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I would. What love, is going on right now? I love Nate Burroughs' impression of Carpowitz. Uh, Whatever uh, he would try to give, Carpowitz would try to give an inspirational speech. It would be exactly that. Where he would start talking about one, the one thing, then he'd switch to, like, watermelons in his garden or something <laughs> like that. And it would just, it would be all over the place. And the way that yeah. Rose would impersonate him was absolutely priceless. It's And it's just, kids know. Kids know if you're a dumbass. I mean, really. Especially at Kids that are age smarter than you like give them credit for. 17 or 18... If you're a dumbass, we're going to be talking... If you're not a good person, expect to be shat talk behind yeah. your back. Because you... Uh, people know. Did you guys um, ever... Were you guys pretty much... Okay, so remember in track, we would run off and train and like we wouldn't have any coaches around. That was the coolest thing ever. Did anything ever happen like that in football? Or no, you guys were always under the... Yeah, it was... It was tutelage of the dictators <laughs> the tutelage of the dictators yeah yeah i mean and practice would be extraordinarily boring outside of outside of us warming up and then having the having each other smack each other a couple of times run into each other full speed just for fun and then the rest of the practice would be scrimmage and we'd just be on the those of us who didn't start myself included yeah. up through se- the end of senior year we would just be sitting on the sidelines the entire practice, day after day, they wouldn't know what to do with us. We'd end up dicking around. They'd be like, <laughs> go do push-ups. Do, do 10,000 push-ups. And, of course, none of us would ever – We you'd have, uh, like, Casey Landry give up after, like, five and just be like, fuck yeah. this. Kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you'd have people like Chander Cannon who would do all 10,000 for yeah. the rest of the practice. He's like, I'm going to do this. And, uh, and no one really gave – no one cared. No one really – wanted to be there and found inspiration in being there and it was just they were doing it because that's what we do we play football even under conditions like that you know we'll tough it out but it didn't make it any less miserable and that's part of actually what drove me to break the whole no alcohol till 21 rule oh okay (laughs) was just Enough's the, the, enough. The horrendous experience of having to be coached by such a moron. Yeah. That something that I was so passionate about and cared so much about, and I think everyone else on the team too, and just to have everyone so disheartened, it's like, this is your life, especially in the summer when you're having three days and you're there for, this is your life. This is your job, really. Yeah. And then after school, every single freaking day, having practices, and that was the difference between college and high school, is practices even before games. I mean, we would have not necessarily full contact, but we'd still have shoulder pads and helmets and, yeah. and do pretty intense yeah. conditioning. And before a game? Yeah. Conditioning? Not not conditioning, but okay. it would be lighter conditioning. Yeah. It would it would but it would still be conditioning. And it just it it really was soul draining. 
the whole experience. Um, do you? What was I? Fuck! What was I gonna say? Wasted gifts. I just completely forgot what I was gonna mention. I'm right sorry, now. I didn't mean. Um, no, no, no. It was about football. Oh. How the other day it was so funny how you went from so you said like this is what caused you to just break your no drinking till twenty one like fuck that I just need a beer it sounded like after dealing with all this bullshit but at the beginning of the season um, the the one eighty can be represented how in the beginning of the season I remember you were saying like the coaches be like yeah guys Noah don't party too hard this weekend and you'd be like what party what I don't. Al- what, alcohol? Is that what they're talking about? What? Exactly. <laughs> that, that was, I think, sophomore year that I remember that sticking out in my head. Of thinking, what? Like, why would you be? Why would you drink? But again, I mean, I was always very responsible when I drank in high school. It was never. It was always under safe conditions in most. I remember, like, the very first time I like. Well, not the first time I drank, but I remember, like, I was with Jeff one time, and I think it was before I, like, a dance, and. He had, like, vodka mixed with Hawaiian punch in a water bottle. And he was like, yeah, try some. And so I tried it. And I was like, uh, Like, it, I didn't like it, obviously. And he's like, yeah, it's good, right? And he, like, took a swig. I was like, I guess. I'd rather just have regular Hawaiian punch. But I didn't drink until uh, senior year. Yeah, even then. Uh, about when? Even then, it wasn't, like, regularly to the extent, like... Every single weekend drinking. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't, I don't remember, I don't recall, but it wasn't, like, insane. It wasn't, like, crazy amounts of alcohol or anything. It just, it seemed like there was always a party going on some night or another in Glen, or on some weekend or another. Oh, yeah. Someone was always having a party. Someone's parents were also, or their parents were there, and they were, like, hosting the party itself. I never understood how, when people would have parties, I'm just like, how are you having a party? How is it that your parents actually believe that you won't have anybody over while they're out of town? And I remember thinking to myself, why can't my parents do that? Why can't my parents just be <laughs> gone for a whole weekend oh, for one night? Man. And so I can have a party. Are you thinking of the story I'm thinking oh, of? Oh, yeah, it happened in April. It was uh, Are you... my, my sister was like at a sleepover. My dad was out of town. My mom and my brother went downtown to see Dane Cook and weren't going to be back for, like... No, I was thinking about the high school, back in high school. Which high... Something in particular? The the big party that you had had at your... Yeah, that's house. what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay. That was... When was that? That was... That was April. April, April of... 20, 2006. Okay, because you just said April, and I was like, what yeah, year? April 2006. You, of, uh, be meticulous in the year. And, like uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, I was out of town. Sister was at a sleepover. Mom and brother went to go see Dean Cook downtown Chicago. And they weren't going to be back for probably like 1230 or 1. So I like had some people over. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, there's way more people at my house than I thought. Everyone showed up. Oh my goodness. It was, I mean, people just came. I remember it wasn't Sam Rooney there. Yeah. And he was in your bedroom. He's the one that got us alcohol. A bunch of people were in my bedroom. That's right. people were everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. yeah, he's the one, because before the party started, I know, I think, I just know I was with him before the party started because he was the one who had a fake ID to buy alcohol for the party. Hmm. So we went and got booze from that liquor store over by your place. Oh, yes. On, like, Schmali and St. Charles Was I with you like guys? That. You were probably with us. Neil was there. Cooper, I think, showed up. Um, but, yeah, and then I remember getting a phone call on our house phone 
my mom's like, hey, we're coming home soon. I was like, okay, people got to leave. And so people leave. But really what my mom, uh, what I found out later was like, my mom was like parked at the corner and like saw everyone walk out the house. Because so many times she's like, don't have people over, don't have people over, don't have people over. I'm like, okay, fine. Of course, I'm, you know, this is my only opportunity. I'm going to have some people over. And uh, not only that, but then my brother's like, yeah, it was obvious that like, you had people over. Not only did did we see people leaving our house, but the house was cleaner than when they left. <laughs> so we, like, dude, we cleaned <laughs> that house so yeah. fast. Oh my goodness! I was really drunk and high when she <laughs> came home, and it was she was like, Victor, really? And I was like, Oh, oh man! Oh, and I just went to bed. I. I just went to bed and uh, the windows in my basement were open because we were smoking weed down there. She like found like some girl's like sweater. I was like, fuck, I'm in so much trouble, but it was so worth it. Oh my goodness. I don't even think I was really punished to a certain extent. Like nothing, I don't recall ever like being grounded. Oh, something happened. I can't remember what, but I remember you saying there was some, there was some repercussions. Yeah. But... Yeah, that was that was quite an experience. That was a very memorable experience. The one thing I definitely remember earlier that year uh, in the fall was I had snuck out of my house. I did that. once. I did that, and I was successful at it. I just like did it all the time. Oh, of course, out. of course, great. dude. And yeah. I like I came home early so I could sneak out earlier because so I'd come home and then like parents would go to bed and then I'd be sneak out later. And you guys were always trying to get a, get me to sneak yeah, out all yeah, the time yeah, for sure. Robert would, Robert would. Oh, he'd really? have no problem sneaking out. Not me. I, I uh, you. We went one time. Play. I remember this very beginning of September, right when senior year started. I snuck out with Danny and Cooper, and we went to like zero gravity. That's right. The that's the strip club, right? No, it's like a club for teenagers. Oh, the teenage club. Yeah. There was that other strip club that people would go to, right? I don't even know what a strip. I don't even know not a what strip club. Is. I don't <laughs> even know of a strip club that's near here. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the teen. I zero remember gravity. Yeah. yeah, and I remember like someone was like, because people would go there, and I could never go there because by the time it was cool to go there, like. I had to be home, you know, 12 o'clock, 12.30, 1 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, hey, Victor, I saw your picture of Zero Gravity. And I was like, what? And my picture was, like, featured. They went out and took pictures of people. Yeah. My picture was, like, featured on the internet oh. to, to, like, buy, you could buy it, you know? And, oh, like, oh, different photos. And so yeah. uh, someone saw it, and I felt like I got street cred for, like, being someone seeing me at Zero Gravity the next day at school. Someone mentioned it to me. <laughs> I wish I would have bought that photo. That would have been fun. How many times did you go to that? I just went once. Isn't that a weird concept, having a club just for 16, 17, 18-year-olds? It's super weird. That's, yeah, that's kind of inviting danger right yeah. there. Because that's not a good time to be those ages but in so many different regards. The other time that I snuck out, like Poor moral a decisions. Weeks, a couple months after that, I snuck out. Well, I came home early, and then this is what my original story. And then I came, I left, right? Yeah. And I'm driving my dad's car, and I remember we, I was with Cooper and Jim, and we drove to Meyer, and like Jim went in and stole a bottle of alcohol, and got in my car, and we drove off. And then my parents called me, 
was like, fuck, I'm in so much trouble. So I dropped them off at a party, and then I came home. And what happened was, I get home, right? And I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put, like, pillows in my bed to make it look like I'm sleeping in case someone, like, opens the door, like, just to check to see if I'm in bed. thought this only existed in movies, right? Mm-hmm. It worked, okay? Now, my dad opens the door. What happened was, he, like, my dog at the time was barking his head off because people were outside or something like that. And he saw that his car was missing. And he's like, what? And then he looked in my room to see if I was there, which he thought that I was because I put pillows on, in my bed to make it look like I was in bed sleeping. So he thought his car got stolen. So he was about to call the police. And then he was about to call the police. And then he like went back in my room to like wake me up or something and then saw that it was pillows. So then he knew that I took the car. Yeah. So it didn't really work. No, but it, I mean, it worked to a certain extent. Like first time around. If he hadn't noticed, but if he hadn't noticed the car was gone, he would have never opened the door in the first place. So the whole car being gone was the only reason that he came to check on you. Yeah, I think so. It wouldn't have mattered. Because my fucking dog was barking. Um, (laughs) But yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. I got in trouble for that for sure. And (laughs) uh, I was grounded for like a month. I do, yeah. And it's funny because it's funny that I saw Jill Nofsinger's name in here because her and I were feeling each other in physics class. And around that time, we were talking. And I think I was going to try and set up a date with her, which it never happened because I I then was grounded for a month and couldn't do anything. And it just kind of dissipated. Wish you dated, man. Oh, that's right. I forget about that. Yeah. I really do forget about that. Um, really? Yeah. I Every time I see you, I think... You think that? I think, here's the winner of the Wish You Dated Award at Glenbard West wow. Senior Year 2006. That is who you are. That is see, who you'll always be in my I eyes. I feel weird about... Um, like, I'm never like, yeah, I am. <laughs> because it's just... Yeah such a weird thing to try and hold on to is only because it's from high school. You know what I'm saying? Totally. It's absolutely meaningless. But, yeah. But at the same time... But at the same time, deep down, I'm still, super pumped that I got an award. And looking at how you turned out today as well, it's kind of... It's kind of funny that you happen to turn out in a in a similar charismatic way. You're yeah. a very charismatic personality, which I think is what the award represented. Yeah. And the fact that you are now kind of what that prize represented back then I is have, very interesting. I have Kara Demling to thank for that because one time in study hall or after school or in the library or something, when it was when you would nominate, you know, who you want yeah. to have it's on there. It's that charisma, man. When you yeah. when you but when the when the ballot would be made, not who do you vote for, but, like, who's the names that go on here, and then the top three names are the people. I think she was the one who started because I think she, I was with her when she's like, wish you dated Victor, I wish I dated you. So she was the first person to put my name on that, and I think she was responsible for, like, talking it, like, talking it up, and people, I think, were just like, oh, yeah, you're right, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It was, so, it it was, was a really, running thing throughout yes. high school. Even I got wind of that. Oh, yeah. Apparently everyone's supposed to... I mean, everyone was talking about who they were going to vote for everything. Yeah. It's like, you were in the mixes. Oh, yeah. That's sort of... Everyone Everyone in the in the know knows that you vote for Victor Marquez. I remember... It was, 
<laughs> I remember like the competition was my neighbor Bob Dignan and Ryan Taylor, <laughs> and I remember before when they read off the uh, award, like, and wish you dated goes to, you know, or whatever it is they did. And I thought to myself, if one of these motherfuckers wins this, like, I do, like that. Th- no, that can't even be. I can't even fathom a reality in which that would be true. Really? Like, I'm the only winner. Wow. It's me. And uh, I won. And I was like, yes. That is hilarious. That. Wow. I remember, too, uh, I think Laura Griever presented the award to me, or she was up there presenting all the awards or something like that. I just, I don't know what she was dressed up as because it was the senior, it was the very last dance for the seniors, and it was Heroes and Villains was the theme. Oh, yes. And she was, like, dressed in, like, I, I don't know if she had tights on or not, but I know she had, like, a short black skirt, and I think she had, like, a toy gun, like, holstered to her leg. I can't recall. That's okay. Um, you can just estimate. But I remember when she, I remember when it went when I got the award, and they're like Victor Marquez, wish you dated, and I think it went up there, and I remember I, she said something goofy like, "Oh, I wish I would have dated Victor Marquez" or something like that, and then I remember just seeing her like sexy ass legs, and I'm like, "Damn, wish I dated you too," and I just remember that moment, that memory when I went up on stage, uh. like uh, just appreciating the beauty of just like. Those legs. <laughs> this sounds so weird. I think she's married now. No, that's, that's fine. so funny. You, you're reliving the memory. You know, you know somebody who does hold on to the senior awards. Yeah, obviously, for sure. Everybody's friend. Yeah. Um, what did you? Oh, you get most likely to write a book. Yeah, I do. I mean that that was pretty anticlimactic, just because I had already written yeah, a book. Yeah, that's so true. That was kind of cheating. My um, brother got, I think, my brother got something goofy, like, I don't know, worst liar, or like, if there was an award that somehow fit, like, most rambunctious, if there was something weird like that, yeah, class clown or something, I don't know what it was. Oh, okay. Something along those lines. Yeah. And my, I'm trying to think, my competition was... Or best liar, I don't know, I can't remember. It was, I think... Something like Mark Bykowski and oh, some other person who was a wannabe writer. <laughs> who a, thought um, they were better than they were. Uh, what's it called? A uh, Mark Bykowski actually was a, a good writer. Not, what's the other word for wannabe? Um, shit, I can't remember. Someone who... In, someone Imposter? No, no, no. Someone who, when you, this person, do you recall when you saw they were on the ballot, were you just like, seriously, you call yourself a writer? Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't really remember those particular emotions at the time, but it's, it, it's possible. I just remember thinking they were kind of a joke. Yeah. But Um, again, you know. There was no. That's that's part of that's part of it too because I knew I wasn't going to win any other award, obviously. But um, Neil, when he was nominated at prom for prom king, oh man, it was like him and three other people. See, if he and, was here, he could tell the and prom he, story. And he, I remember, thought to himself, like, "I'm going to win this. Like, these people aren't my competition. Like, there's no I way." I know he was thinking. And that. one of the people who was a nominee for prom king had uh that person's girlfriend 
voted for Neil. She told Neil, like, Neil, I know my boyfriend is nominated for Prom King, but I voted for you. <laughs> uh, what what was... Who was it? It was... Who won Prom? Oh, King. it was, um... Not Brad Giovanni. No, 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 no. It was, um... It was, it was, it was, it was... I don't recall... Dulce! So I think we're about done with the podcast. Was there something you wanted to mention? No, I, I literally don't have anything else. And we're, I mean, we're at... There were a couple things, but I feel like we could we could continue the high school uh, stories. We're all, we always bit. continue the high school stories. They never run out. That's a wrap. Well, that concludes things. <laughs> that concludes for our, things. For our... Uh, what a nice way of <laughs> For our sign-off, we're just going to say, hasta luego. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. You're so mean. Good evening, everybody. Don't say good evening. I it's it become outdated like that 2013 t-shirt you have. Try again. It's okay. All right. You can do it. Welcome back. To another episode of Stream of Thought. And we are on number 29. 29. Today. And we start off the conversation a little bit by talking about memes and models. One of Victor's favorite Rick's, Rick's brings up memes and models and I start talking about it. And then he just pretty much calls me vain and stupid. And then just gets upset at me for being a representation of his perception of the way America is going down the toilet. When he's the one who brought up why it is that I like memes and models. I thought it was a little okay. more subtle than that. No, no, no. And then we transition a little bit into uh, I don't recall what was it? <laughs> it was, just, it was I'm waiting, it was I'm waiting for you to listen you just point at me with both fingers <laughs> yes. three times man once is cool two is entertaining three times is like, like what? Nothing. when I make fun of you for the uh, intro no it has nothing to do oh, oh I got you yeah I feel like I should just try out some different yo yo what up no, Welcome just, back. Just stick with stream of thought, just baby. Stick. We're gonna have to do this all over again. And Rick's name is on here. Rick Storcell. West. West. Res. res fuck it. We. You hear about it in the podcast. Just a. a, a fuck it. Why are we just doing this? I, a minute and fifty seconds. Yeah, I know. This is insane. Ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. All right. We don't need to do the podcast all over again just in the intro. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Stream of Thought, and we are on number 29 today, and we begin the conversation with a couple of memes and models from Victor's perspective. We're Fucking doing a. this over again. Why did you laugh? Yeah, Wait, I didn't what? laugh. You laughed. Laugh? You were like, oh, welcome to... Okay, this is what we're going to... Okay, I'm just going to have to start... I'm going to have to take over again. No, so I'm just going to start it off. I'm going to go real headstrong and spearhead this shit. And then you interject when you feel. Why are you to. putting this all on me? Because I'm. I all I do in the beginning no. is I sit here and I wait for a pause for me to say something. You're the one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're the one who started rambling okay, okay, on okay. about pause, your fucking. Pause, 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 pause. Watch this. Watch this. Pause. Okay. Let some time go by so this will be easy for editing. Hang on.